I have no joke for the front of the show. Damn, I thought I had a joke. Oh my god. I have no joke. Shit. Alright, just play the music. Play the music! We the best music! Hey. Another one. Y'all can't hear it. <laughs> new, new, DJ Kelly. Ice. Hey, Maul wanna pop off on him. I'm gonna say that. Remember to hear the song. Head over to the podcast on iTunes. Look at the Xavier Lavo show, and you can hear the music. You guys can enjoy the soundtrack that gets the show popping. Full speed, so volley Paris. Oh no, no guns. Speed balls, no guns. Baby. Can't want to do In Nicky Beach. Mm. Waves in my ass, smoking weed. Dipping <laughs> through the sand this, this in the sea. All because of what I did on peace, baby. baby. Life's sweet, baby. Uh, I heard myself baby. without the music playing. You just and I sound like everybody in their car that, that's off key and off tone. I can't hear the fuck I sound like without the music. And it sounds so bad, it's so embarrassing. Come with me, leave all of your things, yeah. It's Kasabian! Kasabian Lavo 1! What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show, where I swing back and forth in my chair like something's wrong with me. Like I got ants in my pants and I can't keep my feet down. Mr. Kasabian, can you keep your feet down? The teachers would say to me. I don't even remember what the fuck teachers would say to me. I don't even know if I had teachers that hated me. As far as I'm concerned, all my teachers love me, and they treated me so fucking nice, and I miss all my teachers because everybody's so mean now when you're an adult. That's not true. I could give a fuck. Oh, what's up? I feel winded. I'm excited. What are you doing? Mandy spoiled me today with fucking shoes. I'm so irritated. I, I told her, go buy yourself something, and she comes home with me something. I don't... I hate when she does that. Just go buy yourself something. Shit. So... For those who don't know who Mandy is, she also goes by Slim. That's my wife. I named her Slim after Iceberg Slim because she's a cold-hearted... Shut your mouth. She's... Yo, she's something different. Uh, But we're going to have a show called Mandy and Kasabian Bochinche. And it's going to be on our Patreon. It'll be once a week. And it won't be live, but we will be doing, like, commentary and doing, like, the little video things and whatnot. So, just wanted to bring that to your attention. The Patreon will go live this weekend. Um, just just uh, what to expect on the Patreon. So, um, I want to do uh, serieses. Uh, like I said before, I'm trying to figure out what's the best way to provide content, but also have freedom of life and the ability to continue to be inspired to create because you have to live in order excuse me to 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 create you got to live life that's just how that works you can't be locked in the house all day working you have to get outside and do stuff so uh me and mandy are gonna have a show um i wanted to dress up like john leguizamo in that one movie where he's a girl and then like me and her be girls on the cover because bochincha in spanish means gossip so i think it'd be funny if we do that, like Photoshop my face with makeup and put a like a high ponytail and shit, that's just my brain. This is where I go with it when I start creating. Okay, so I think it'd be a great show to watch. Me and her talk about a couple topics and like reactions to videos. We'll definitely be talking about TV stuff and just you know our our life and whatnot. Mandy's great. You guys are gonna love her. I love her. She's oh man, that motherfucker like she got ass shots. Oh thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, either way. That'll that'll come uh, shit. What next week? 
we can go live with the first video. We'll see, because we got to do the tier thing. But that is coming, and it's going to be fucking fun. I can't wait. It's exciting to, uh, to like, put things together with the family in this fashion, too. You know what I'm saying? And you could thank Kevin for this, because I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. He just kept on pushing me to, to, to... He said he wanted content, so here's content. And I'm still debating over what's going to happen with iTunes. We don't know. We don't know. So maybe no podcast on the Patreon. Maybe the Patreon will just be um, just different things. Just, you know, kind of videos and, and shit. I've always wanted to do like a morning like a morning thing where I'd be like, hey, good morning, everybody. Let's have some coffee with Sabo and uh, let's get your day started. Shit like that. But, meh, nah, not doing that. It's like everybody on fucking Clubhouse. Hey, shout out to Clubhouse. That racist fucking app. I don't know if you noticed, but when it was popping and it was like kind of hip-hop-ish in there, and you know what I'm saying when I say hip-hop, right? Because they put the black dude on the cover. When it was popping and we made it pop, I remember I jumped on it. Like, I jumped on getting my invite. I'm like, oh, shit, I got an invite. And then when I realized it's it's a room full of people that never did. Yo, it's crazy how many professionals you meet that have never done shit. It's amazing. I don't know who Hustle Plastic is. Just looking in the chat. Sorry, I'm like I'm all over the place right now because um, it's just a, it's a it's a beautiful Wednesday. We was on yesterday, you know. Kevin talking about oh let's do all week, bro. I I, uh, I gotta stop being influenced by my by my peoples, but new things are coming, and um, I'm excited for the whole Patreon shit. <sighs> Still never got you never got on on clubhouse it clubhouse was funny because everybody on clubhouse thought that they were like literally they made it to the top like it was they skipped every single step ever and it was amazing how many professionals were in there and i was just like wow a guy said he had to run at 8.0 on the treadmill to hit a mile in less than 10 minutes that type of pointless information is fucking bro i no i'm good there was <laughs> there was rooms in there that I was looking at that the titles was like Sugar Babies versus Sugar Somethings. I don't I don't know. That's what's up. Uh Clubhouse is trash. Clubhouse fell the fuck apart too. Clubhouse fell the fuck apart. Y'all ready to get into the show? Head over to klavo.com, check out the merch, check out the music, download, stream, share. Tell people about it. Y'all know how that goes. Listen, the support is free. We just ask for follows. Oh, yo, I don't know why the fuck I said I was trying to get 150 subs. We're already at 150. We're at 154, so that's my bad. What we're trying to do is we're trying to get up to 200. That's the goal. Unfortunately, I was so stuck on us being on 120 for some reason. I was like, yo, we don't got no subs. But we're at 150, so I thank all 154 subscribers, and we're, our goal now is 200. I don't know like when we're setting this goal for, because my biggest fear is that we um, don't hit it on time, and I'm known for hitting it on time. <laughs> so 200 in, I don't know, what a week? Can we do that by next Wednesday? So 50 or 46 new followers, subscribers. I think we could do that. Let's try to do that all right um head over to popple p-o-p-l dot c-o use saving lava check out save 20 percent. we're supposed to start putting stuff on the screen susan said that it's good marketing to put all the shit on the screen and i really don't want to floyd mayweather's gonna fight logan paul i am so fucking excited i don't know why this really makes me just think 
boxing is completely over. We need to have a conversation about Jake Paul. What he's doing isn't boxing. What Jake Paul's doing is it's a circus act, some type of uh, exhibitionary act. Like He's like a fucking hobo that goes around fighting people in the street for money. Like It's not real. You know, unfortunately, Logan is trying to go a different route, and that's cool. Unfortunately, like, he threw the rock at, like, the tippy-tippy top, and for some reason, it hit. Now, this is Floyd Mayweather's fault. I love Floyd. I've always said that I have a huge affinity for Floyd, but I got to talk shit about Floyd because he's so good. So, hear me out. Floyd took over boxing in the manner that he made it him like it wasn't even boxing anymore it was like literally it was synonymous with Floyd Mayweather yes there were other fans because they hated him that wouldn't say that but in all reality the common person the layman person would say Floyd Mayweather boxing that's just how it's what it was he took over the idea of Floyd Mayweather ruined boxing because the idea of Floyd is and who Floyd is you know as a fighter as an undefeated fighter you can't listen or you can't um use an undefeated fighter as a, a example for what a good fighter is because it's just not realistic it really isn't he's a good boxer he's a great boxer probably one of the best ever the best defensive boxer we've ever seen hands down even though you can say that you don't like how he boxed and it was boring and he picked fighters it doesn't matter he did what he did and 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 he's great there's no question about it floyd is great unfortunately for boxing nobody else is like him you got to sell the show. Boxing makes a lot of money. Boxers fight. Boxers get paid decent purses. Some don't make shit. Some make great amounts of money. But it's just like everything. Some make more than others, and it's not fair. This whole situation right now with this Jake Paul and this Triller shit and all these fights, these guys are getting purses that professional fighters aren't getting. Professional, I literally were talking about fighters making, what, 1300 a fight? That was if they lost. If they won, they made, like, five grand. I mean, it's, it's shit like that that, you know, you got to go, why am I doing this if this dude just made a million dollars to take a fall? Or the basketball player that doesn't box got the shit beat out of him for who knows how many hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, it doesn't make sense, right? You go in there, you saw what happened to Masvidal. He got his fucking life taken and came right back. Masvidal got hit so fucking hard, he wasn't even sweating. It just went poof after he got hit. For what? At what avail? You know what I'm saying? You got these kids that are YouTubers that are just attracting people. So, you know, it begs a difference, right? Is boxing or the combative sport more of uh, an attention grab? Or is it just something that we're going to appreciate for those that put in the work and those that are um, uh, masterful at the art of, of fighting? Because I think fighting is beautiful. Like, when you get, like, a really good fight going, like, it's a flow, and it's something that you can enjoy, and you don't, like, cringe at. You just, even with Masvidal getting his fucking head knocked off, you still were, like, it was beautiful. It was such a fucking perfect setup. He juked him. He threw the left. He grabbed the hand. I don't even know if that was, like, a plan or if it just kind of landed right there for him. He grabbed his hand and, like, moved it out the way and fucking slammed, slammed into him clean 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 beautiful you don't get that in boxing boxing takes time these kids don't want to get hurt they don't want to burn out and one of their biggest biggest fucking downfalls is that they don't want to lose any fights because they think that it's over for them something like the ufc you look at oh yeah by the way this one might be boring because this one's all it's sports and then we're getting into politics so uh catch us on the next one if you think this is uh not your 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 shtick today but peep me ufc 
shows you that you can lose and still be great. Like, I've never thought taking a loss made you lesser than. It's so strange that in boxing, we literally throw people away for taking a loss. Like, that's not even fair. People play, like, you play basketball. Two teams are going in, one loses. But we don't look at them any different. Like, teams can have 50, 60 losses in one year or some shit. Nobody says anything. When a boxer loses once, he's trash. We pay him less. I don't think boxing is marketing well. There's an audience that they're not reaching, and this, this, the Paul brothers are definitely reaching the audience that is not being reached by boxing. So when they say they're keeping boxing alive, no, they're not. They're not real boxers. There's great boxers out there. Unfortunately, chasing the Floyd Mayweather idea of a boxer has ruined boxing and the idea that boxing is just a boxer. You see UFC. UFC's even taken over the name of, of what it is. It's mixed martial arts. But they promote UFC. They don't promote one individual fighter that's always UFC, UFC, UFC. So promotion-wise, they figured it out. They made it about the company. So the money comes in different. This money differential between professional fighters and these YouTubers doing this shit is going to cause a lot of issues. And it kind of ties into everything else we're talking about today. And the issue being, why are they making so much money and we aren't? We're professionals. These guys are fucking clowns on the side of the road. And it makes you think, well... Why aren't you? Is it ticket sales? Like, did did this Paul kid really pull in 60 million fucking pay-per-views? He might have. Dana said he didn't. Dana White from the UFC, he said there was no fucking way. Who knows? He has a huge audience, right? But how do you now tell people to go out there and get their fucking head bashed in for pennies, knowing that they can go out there and get hit with big fluffy gloves and not even be hurt and walk away with a fat-ass bag? It's going to be real confusing, and we're going to have to differentiate uh this clown shit for boxing because it really is taken away from boxing and inclusively how many kids are you know they take pride in this shit bro this is what gets them out of their bad situations and you got a fucking youtuber that's a multi-millionaire that's out here just fighting fucking any uber driver fighting any goddamn uh, anybody that is willing to get in the ring and put gloves on like he's just as bad as floyd he's gonna fight a fucking kangaroo next year top of 2022 it's um it's interesting now, when it comes to the whole pay difference and, 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 and pay, uh, um, not gap, because in sports, I don't think it's a pay gap. In sports, it's more of an attraction thing, right? Like, the better team that attracts more people gets more money, and that's just kind of fair. I mean, I think it's fair. I wouldn't pay the team that gets nobody more than the fucking team that really is the draw. The draw is where the money's at. Um, you know, but it does beg a different, right? What happens when uh fighters decide they want to go do the clown shit and they want to move away well now we're kind of having that in like regular work as well like during this pandemic a lot of things have changed people are making money differently and one of those ways is unemployment and it's a huge fucking check it's not necessarily a regular four hundred dollars a week these people are making like nine to a thousand dollars because of all these bonuses and stuff and they're basically saying if i can make that at home why would i go back and work for you so we're creating this uh, society of free thinkers and, and, and nuanced thinkers of how they want to be paid. This is going to change a lot of things. I mean, if you think it's going to affect sports, watch what happens when it reaches the just the regular you know people level. There's a lot of people right now that don't want to go back to work. They just say they don't. They're making excuse me more money off at home, living life. They feel like this is how it should be. Are they wrong? No, no, but. The government is is a false sense of security that is basically right now writing a check that they can't cash. 
We have a president right now that's pushing for $15 an hour, and he's making it seem like it's dire and it's necessary. I just had a guest on who said a police officer in New Mexico makes 36000 a year, and a police officer in Las Vegas makes $68,000. do not you understand that that's economics? Like, it's not a dollar amount that's going to change your life. It's a matter of where you live and what it costs to live there. For example, uh, buying furniture from Vietnam, we pay, or well, the factories pay workers very low wages. Like, in, in American dollars, it's like $3 a fucking day or some crazy shit. But those $3 a day equate to a vehicle, a home, good schooling, good food, uh, you know, all the necessities of life where $3 in Las Vegas a day, you might as well just fucking call it quits, right? You can't be here. It costs too much. It's simple if, if it was explained that way, but people have learned to just not migrate anymore. And as a society, we just pick New York and California. and We kind of sit there. I mean, shit, because of taxes, the music industry has changed because all the executives have left New York and have gone to Florida. So music is more predominantly in the South now because all the executives are down South. What's good? Um, shit, business. How many business people leave and move into states that don't have a federal tax and they want to just avoid those taxes? Why? Because it doesn't make any sense. What are you paying for? It's these programs and all these fucking entitlement things that don't make any sense. You have somebody saying that $15 an hour is a living wage. How is $15 an hour a living wage? And where? What if $15 in Iowa is the equivalent to $500 million a year, or excuse me, 500000 a year in L.A.? Which isn't much, because in L.A., if you want to live in a decent house, it's going to cost you a couple million. And we know what those look like. You see what I'm saying? They don't, they're not explaining it. They're putting a dollar amount on something that doesn't make any sense. And the great thing about this country is that it's supposed to be individual states that all come together to make one. And the government always seems to want to put blanket rules that just don't make any fucking sense. Listen, I don't believe in the old laws. Not all of them make it. Like, it's, it's weird that we follow some of these 100-year-old laws, 200-year-old laws. They don't make any goddamn sense. And we sit here and we go, yeah, this is the way to go. When somebody sits there and tells you $15 is a living wage then you should look at them and say okay well you take it and you tell me how the fuck it looks every single politician that wants to push a 15 dollars living wage should take that wage 15 dollars an hour i made that shit when i was like 17 i couldn't live off it i i there's no way if i don't make at least 30 and change an hour i can't survive i make money while i'm asleep i have to it's just the life that i put myself in so fifteen dollars isn't the living wage. That's four hundred bucks. That's less than two thousand dollars a month. Rent in New York City. Rent, excuse me, New York City. Rent in Las Vegas right now averages about fourteen fifty. So if somebody's making fifteen an hour, that means they're bringing home two thousand after taxes. They're probably bringing home fourteen, maybe fifteen. So that's just rent. So you'd expect them to live with a partner that works full time as well. That's another. Uh, uh, what are they going to work a night shift i guess so you split the household you don't have a full household so you really defeat the purpose because now you have two people that don't make shit that could barely survive like i don't get it don't you see what's going on house prices are through the roof homes are, are skyrocketing you can't even buy a car we went down to the dealership to look for a new truck they don't have any People are buying vehicles and shit through just going crazy on top of their shortages because all these factories closed there is a bubble that is right in front of us and we're ignoring it and it's going to continue to build up. Unfortunately, there's really no way around this. There's really no 
time is going to tell what happens next, right? Let's say Biden does get away with this $15 an hour thing. Tons of people are going to get fired. Once you raise the minimum wage, you're going to raise unemployment. Now you're going to have more people on a system sitting at home not doing anything. This is just how it happens. Like, minimum wage is zero. You are worthless until you are a value. If you walk into my store and you haven't sold anything, you're, you're worth zero. You don't deserve $15 just because you're standing there. You deserve what you deserve for the work that you did, commission-based. That's always the best way. It's easier that way. But you have a government pushing a dollar amount, a number, that costs business owners more than, than what the dollar amount is, and nobody ever cares. They don't, they, you know, the business owners don't have a face. The corporations are these big, evil, greedy people. It's not true. Economics and capitalism isn't greed. Greed comes from individuals that, you know, we're trying to weed out. But capitalism and greed do not are not synonymous and do not work. They actually don't work because if you do it right, what you want to do is my lips are dry as shit, and I don't want to be licking my lips like LL. I'm sorry. It was it's the goddamn dabs. It's the freaking dabs, man. Anyway, I feel like I'm boring people with with all the. Uh, with all the, the economics talk, but it's just frustrating to watch how they're pushing this $15 an hour shit and they keep on calling it a minute, a living wage. Like, what is that? Like, I need at least 30 K a month to live. Like how is fucking $2,000 a living wage? Where? It, inflation is going through the roof. Gas is going up. There's no cars. Home prices are up. Money's as cheap as it's ever been, but nobody's fucking working. You now have a complete society of people who go, this isn't enough money for me to leave my house. I'd rather be on unemployment. You're, it, there's some shit a brew. Now, either we face it and we start to create changes. or well, I don't know where it goes. I don't know where it goes. I don't I don't understand. Okay, let me break it down. You buy a house right now for four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. In two years, that house gets evaluated and it drops down to two something because honestly, it's only worth four because of uh, um, shortage. There's this huge demand on buying houses because they're leaving. We have people leaving high tax states and coming to states like Nevada, Florida. What, Texas? They're all flooding there because taxes. It's just a better tax code. Properties are cheaper. They make more money. Like, California money is a lot bigger than Nevada money. So when California money comes out here, it's cash. They buy it. They're out. Unfortunately, if you live here, your home is going up in value, but you cannot purchase another home. You will sell your home for as much as it's ever been, and you won't be able to purchase a new home. So now you're a renter waiting to buy, waiting for prices to come down. And they will. When and how fast? We don't know yet. Then you go to look for a car. There's excuse me, there's shortages for a lot of things. There's supposedly wood shortages. There's metal, plastic. Uh, I know a lot of people don't know this, but gas, when they go, oh, we're going to cut gas out. We want to get rid of fossil fuels. We want to get rid of oil. 90% of the shit in your house has some type of fossil fuel, plastic, or oil in it. It's literally carbon is everywhere every fucking where if you look it's there spiders are also six feet away from you at all times don't get mad at me for telling you it's just the truth it's just a fact i'm giving you okay take that and run with it so we have shortages people are going crazy buying things that they don't need um one of my mentors warren buffett says that when people buy you save when people save you buy and that actually that was another changing point in my life when i saw that people were getting tight with money i went crazy and and, and bet the house and it worked. 
it's something that people should pay attention to. When the regular, like, you want to live like nobody else. So you got to move different. If everybody's buying new shit, hold off. Wait a minute. See what's going on. And then make your move when things settle. Don't rush it. If you rush into a home right now, you're going to ruin your shit. It's just not going to, it's not a good look. It really isn't. Um, Some people say, fuck it, why not? Cool. Not for everybody. Not for everybody. Especially as a realtor. It's unfortunate that I see these um prices going up like i can't help renters right now it's very difficult to help renters these people that are, are rent like that's the group that's being mostly affected are the owners that rent properties or the small business owners they're the ones right now going through it because how you know the year of not being paid now they're asking for crazy deposits they want you to have a 700 credit score these are credit scores you can use to buy a home but because of the risk that they're taking now that maybe you move in and you don't pay shit they have to protect themselves. So they're asking for these outrageous prices and, you know, apartments are through the roof. It doesn't make any sense. The fucking pricing that we're, we're, we're seeing in, in apartments and food's going up. Like, honestly, everything is going up, but nobody's working. This shit doesn't fucking make sense. None of it does. None of it does. It, this is what I do all day. Like, I'm crunching numbers trying to figure out what's next because the next move is going to be a big move. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to have generational wealth they're gonna break uh um the poverty curse uh within this next year year and a half you're gonna see a lot of people that are gonna be able to turn a key and we'll see a 50-year change it's gonna be a huge change we have a, a a society now that speaks a lot more although it may be diluted with bullshit a lot more people are talking to each other so like the few people that took off during 2008 2009 we might be able to triple quadruple six tuple it this time around because we're able to network better so we'll see what happens but it is interesting to see that this president one has done nothing and tonight as a matter of fact wednesday april 28th he has uh, his address for his first hundred days of doing dick so let's see what biden has to say about all the work he hasn't done and that was my you know we haven't had a serious episode in a while we've been doing a lot of bochinche uh so it's good to to talk politics and and maybe yeah I gotta get a fucking chair that don't move side to side so I can stop moving side to side I gotta stop doing that I'm gonna go play video games with my friends my name is Sabian live in the moment don't live in the past be safe stay dangerous Lavo loves you one.